Hey, hey everyone. This is uh, Richard. Dunk, dunk. You're here, dunk. Very shortly. Uh, we've been away for a month, uh, but we're back, and we should be back with our normal weekly episodes. Um, with many uh, different topics, including some fantastic history, uh, some mysteries, and uh, much more. So um, let's get on with the show. Let's call Duncan. Duncan. Richard. It's been a while, my friend. It's been about five weeks, six weeks. I don't know. I think it's been quite a while. We took a sabbatical for the whole of November, at least. We did. I mean, I don't like November. What a waste of time November is, Dunk. Well, oh, right you off. shut up. My, my birthday's in November. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I take that's, that that's back. It's the only thing that's positive. It's and, the only thing that's positive in that month. Hold on, hold on. We hate birthdays. We talked about this before. Anyway, right. Number between one and ten. Uh, the number is three. Oh, fuck. Okay. Right, you ready? <laughs> we straighten straight the defense. Yeah, let's go. Let's do this. Okay, our topic today is one that's been on the list for a very long time, Dunk. Um, oh, Christ. And it's evolved every week. The topic is Donald Trump. Oh, I mean, it's old news now, isn't it? He's, he's practically out the door. <laughs> well, without kicking and screaming and um, <laughs> causing a whole fucking fuss about it, yeah, he's, uh, he's slowly fucking off. Which, you know what, Dunk, we were talking about things to be positive about for year 2021. This is something positive, right there. It is positive, it is positive. I think, see, I think that there was the turning point of the year. Mm. So within a couple of a couple of weeks, you had Donald Trump being told he'd lost the election, despite him kicking and screaming and yep. being Donald Trump. Um, you had the vaccine, the first vaccine got announced. Yep. And suddenly everything seemed happy. You know, the world was a better place. And then Christmas comes along and everyone's in the Christmas spirit. It's just, and Spurs are top of the league. I mean, what a time to be. Wait, are they still, Chelsea were top of the league at the end of yesterday. We are I mean, top I... of the league because we beat Arsenal 2 Neil. Just, just to throw this in the podcast, everyone. A little bit of a North London derby. <laughs> 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 oh yes Sorry, you, you're you're bail as you always do towards do you know what I reckon Donald Trump supports Arsenal that's how much of a twat he is I mean let's not cast aspersions I don't <laughs> think Donald Trump is the most about football <laughs> so golf, golf and more golf what are your thoughts on on on, <laughs> on Donald Trump dunk I I believe the man should never have been given a Twitter account. Oh Certainly God, yeah. never been allowed to post on his own Twitter account. Mm. He should always have gone through somebody else in the past six years, seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's incredible, you know. See, he, when he was when he threw his hat in the ring or whatever for for presidential election, I laughed so much and just thought. That's ridiculous. Like, what a ridiculous thing. You know, I know celebrities in America like to go for, you know, governors and and other things, and it, it's happened. But there was no, I had no um, belief at all that there was any possibility that Donald Trump would be elected the president of America, of the free world, of the, of you know, this big empire. Um, 
I genuinely thought he'd Kanye the shit out of it. Yes. And get like 60,000 votes. Yeah, completely. I thought that would happen. Or I thought like, you know, obviously he's campaigning. I thought, you know, everyone can see how much of a kind of moron this person is. Um, and how they are very one um, viewpoint and cannot see the whole viewpoint and can't see the, the bigger picture. Um, and yeah, I just thought like, surely it's not, it's not going to happen. Um, and then it did, and it felt like the end of the world, <laughs> like uh, a bit like the apocalypse was coming, but it was just COVID, um, and uh, it felt, yeah, it, it it felt like the world shifted very quickly when he came into power, and obviously, I mean, I can't even remember the first, what was the, what was the first big bad thing he'd done? It was probably the, uh, I want to build a wall thing, right? Uh, no, I mean, he reversed Obamacare, like, within oh, three days of being in office. Right, yes, he, he did. Straight in, see you later. Yeah. yeah you, Amer- you Americans don't deserve your, uh... Free health No. You're right, he came and did that. Uh, then he, didn't he do that thing where he, uh, kept, um, children away from their parents, um... Yes. Yes. Yeah. All part. All part of the wall. Yeah. And, all part um, of the immigration. Way. So we got rid of loads of um, people who had immigrated to the US. I'm not sure how many of them were um, legal or otherwise. Um, mm. But I think that where there were cases where the kids were legally US citizens and the parents weren't, they just yeah stuck the kids in the equivalent of concentration camps. Yeah, it was awful, and I just. It was it was one thing after another, and you just felt like, okay, at what point is this person <laughs> going to be, um, you know, uh, what's the word, impeached? Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, I, I, I spent I spent so long sort of thinking, surely, yeah, someone someone's going to take a shot at this guy. Yeah, what he's saying is just so yeah wrong. Mm-hmm. And he just seemed to piss everybody off he and did. gradually through his four years go around each other, contradict himself to the point that nobody knew anything that mm. he was saying was true. But we're in a different time, mate. We are now in the uh, the handover period. So that's another weird thing, right? We have our elections and everything gets decided in a night. Yep. The US election, there was like two weeks of me hitting refresh on a computer, <laughs> trying to get some sort of result. Yeah. And then once I've got the result where officially Biden's won, and Trump still has, has Trump officially conceded? I don't think he has yet. Uh, I think um, he's conceded, but he's never said anything. I think someone in the party came out and conceded for him, or something ridiculous so like that. So his, his office has done it, and he hasn't. I believe so. But it's like... But after all of that happens, there's another six weeks where the president, the outgoing president, is still in office and still in power. Yeah, so I mean, for us, for us, it's overnight. I yeah, it really is. I wondered if that like the I, I I'm a bit confused by the idea of that. I'm wondering if it's meant to be like a handover period where you know the new government are briefed by the kind of current government about everything in place everywhere and how it'll be and blah 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 do you know what i mean because overall you get all these new people taking over all those roles and 
and uh, it would be handy to have some kind of handover. I, I, I have no idea if that's what happens, uh, but it's just something I presume maybe what happens. But obviously, I, you yeah. know, you know, well, Donald well, Trump is not going to be sitting with Joe Biden and uh, explaining things. Well, that's what goes wrong with us, Dunk. We don't do the handover, you see. <laughs> oh, you say it goes wrong, mate. I think, you know, I'm not entirely sure any government system <laughs> working particularly well. Um, if you had spoken uh, to me two months before, um, I'd probably be way more passionately uh, talking about how much I despise the man um, and how the things he says affect the greater public, the, the bigger, um, you know, kind of state of the world and, and, and how I just can't believe that someone can be so selfish um, and so... Uh, arrogant and and one viewpoint. Do you know what I mean? Like, self. He is probably the. I mean, every president's got to be self-serving on a certain level. Sure. You know, you don't become president of the UK, a US, and uh, sure. solely have um, the country's perspective at heart. You know, mm. you don't do everything for the greater good of everybody. You do mm. it for the greater good of what you believe in. Yeah. Um. But. Avoiding the political side of Donald Trump and looking more at him as a person, he is just a vile old man who he's, he's the product. I, I think we have this, an issue with certain politicians in this country. He's the byproduct of too much money. Mm, agreed. So he do, he doesn't have a, a a realistic ideology of of what how uh, the average Joe is, is, is operating in his day-to-day life. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he's always been sheltered. He's, you know, born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He didn't make his own money. He's not, he's not someone like Alan Sugar who started on market stalls and invested wisely and got himself up to a, a senior level in terms of finances. Which, though, let's, um, let's be honest, right? If we were talking about the English equivalent to Donald Trump, it kind of was, as in because of yeah. The Apprentice. <laughs> and it's the certainly a shared thing, yeah. It would be Alan Sugar. <laughs> but Alan Sugar was working class. Yeah. You know? he, he actually, whereas I think Donald Trump's always been yeah. sort of a member of the upper classes mm. or first class. Mm. Um, and therein lies the problem is he's never known hardship. He's never known a reality that isn't revolving around him i'm sure as a kid he probably had a nanny that <laughs> was on his every single whim and yeah. waking moment mm-hmm. was able to bully people with his money and shout at people at school he's the type of person that would kick off at school and the teacher would have next to no power over him because she wants to keep a job mm. so he throughout his entire life i think donald's always had this bizarre and twisted bubble around him that warps his view on reality and consequence. He's never had consequences. So to suddenly find himself in a position where he actually has power, Mm. like real power, where he can change people's lives, not just his bank account. It's insane. That's the thing. It's insane. That's the thing. And I, I, I just, um, you know, I get the, I get the thing that you want. You don't want. 
in my mind, you think, okay, well, you need someone who's educated enough to understand um, politics and, and the world and kind of the, the obviously, the, the complexities of it all. And, and for me, um, no celebrity <laughs> um, has enough of a knowledge on that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's some very, very good celebrities that have excellent knowledge on that and would make fantastic world leaders. But for me, this was a fantastic... Um, display as such of why I don't think it works <laughs> I personally this is a system of government that I want I would like a system of government where the working the working man like your guy at the till at Tesco's or the guy who's a farmer or um, you know your undertaker for example they get a year where they are the prime minister of the country or the president of the country <laughs> right because they are they're on the ground they're they're seeing you know that they're living reality they're hearing stories from people of their a similar type of um, working status yep you know no system of government certainly a system which operates under capitalism looks after those who are struggling mm. because the very nature of capitalism is that you take advantage of those who are less off than you mm. to get a little boost. Mm. So, yeah, to then find yourself um, being governed by people that have no idea where or how their actions directly affect you, then, yeah, I, I, I don't think that works. So I would like um, Steve the Butcher or Jono the Bricklayer to be <laughs> Prime Minister of the country or President of America for a year and have it on rotation. Almost like jury duty. You get a letter through the post that says, all right, this one's yours. I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, my, one thing I noticed, especially with this election, is how passionate I feel... Um, Americans are about their politics and how passionate they get about the election. Do you agree that we don't really have that same uh, passion over here in, in, in Britain? Like, even though we have our political views and we and we quite often get very passionate ourselves about it and believe in it, maybe, I don't think we, um, I don't think we show it as much as they, they do in America. Um... I think this particular election has been probably one of the the most um, divisive yeah. in the US of, of modern times. You know, there's not been a... It's, it's been a very Marmite election. You either love Donald Trump or hate Donald Trump. Mm. You either love Joe Biden or you hate Joe Biden. Mm. Um, and you, there's, to the point where there's been Republicans that have voted Democrat because they don't like Donald Trump. Mm. It's not that they don't like the Republican Party. It's not sure. that they don't like the Republican ideals, but they can't envisage an America with that man in charge. Mm. And he's the first president not to have been re-elected since 19, I think, 80... I don't know, was it 1992, I think? I have no idea. I mean, that's quite before, a the guy before interesting... Bill Clinton. Um, uh, but yeah, I think the guy before Bill Clinton didn't get re-elected no it's, uh, it might have been george bush uh, senior oh george bush senior would have been before um clinton yeah i, I think george bush senior didn't get re-elected um he was the first president in 60 years that hadn't 
Um, but yeah, the fact that every other president after that has had two terms and you've got this guy dividing the country after a single term. Well, I mean, after a single week, dividing the country to a point where... I think the repercussions of him have... That, that division has affected the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's it's spread out. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. And that's the thing. America is so powerful. Mm, very. And I think um, the media... Yeah, the, it, it, does, it does have a direct effect on everything. Even um, the division I, with the media as well, I think. Like, obviously... You know, the whole fake news rubbish, uh, he likes to say. And then uh, you get like Fox News, I believe, that was all very Trump. And then you get the opposite from BBC and elsewhere. Um, it, there, there's, it's almost created what was very, I, I would consider, quite stable um, and democratic. And people were, were very um, good at listening to each other and having a dialogue. That's become an extreme difference now where people are very passionate about one point of view and they're, they're, they're telling people that it must be this way. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that has all stemmed, I, I believe from, from, from Trump as a leader coming in and, and, and basically re- showing that mirroring it, reflecting it, saying to people, you know, I, I feel this way and, and being very dismissive of everyone else. And that, that has caused this massive um, ripple effect in a way. And the only good that I see that can come from it is is obviously the things that are happening now with all these movements and and all these conversations um, about equality and things that we that we haven't talked about in really uh, brought to the attention this clearly than we have recently. And I think if anything good comes out of this kind of rubbish period in a way, it could be that we can learn and ha- and now have these conversations, have these chats, and and show people the kind of um, issues with equality with everything I'm just looking forward to them not being about me <laughs> I'm going to move on to a a different time um, well it I mean, we all feel like it's going to be a, a better world right um, yeah I see I, I don't know whether I've made my my views about Brexit clear on this podcast before but um, that's an abomination that we're about to find ourselves in. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, and I think I think Donald Trump being president aided Brexit in the UK. You know, uh, Boris Johnson's relationship with Donald Trump was bizarre. Yes. You know, we were, we were like a, a dog rolling on its back, wanting its belly rubbed. Yep. And the guy rubbing the belly had the world's smallest hands and a tint of orange to his face. Um <laughs> But with that as as a reality, you know, Joe Biden's very pro European Union, and yeah, um, yeah, I, I still that's that's the next exciting thing in politics for us as the UK, and I think Donald Trump has got a large, um, he he did have a large impact on our country and the way that it was governed, and yeah. um. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that we're we're going to be stuck with the repercussions of that for years and years and years and years to come. Yeah, I mean, COVID has probably delayed, obviously, Brexit and, and delayed a lot of thought about it, I guess, in the kind of main news. And, and yeah, we're about to uh, 
we're about to have that brought up all over again. Yeah, nice, nice and negative way to finish the podcast, Dunk. We, what, we, a, what a cunt. What a cunt. <laughs>